Morning prayer starts on page three. The Lord is in his holy temple. Let all the earth keep silence before him. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Together, Venite, on page 9. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving, and show ourselves glad in him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God, and a great King above all gods. In his hand are all the corners of the earth, and the strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his, and he made it, and his hands repaired the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is the Lord our God, and we are the people of his pasture, and the sheep of his hand. O worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness, let the whole earth stand in awe of him. For he cometh, for he cometh to judge the earth, and with righteousness to judge the world and the peoples with his truth. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Psalm 145 begins on page 520. I will magnify thee, O God, my King, and I will praise thy name forever and ever. Every day will I give thanks unto thee, and praise thy name forever and ever. Great is the Lord, and marvelous worthy to be praised. There is no end of his greatness. One generation shall praise thy works unto another, and declare thy power. As for me, I will be talking of thy worship, thy glory, thy praise, and wondrous works. So that men shall speak of the might of thy marvelous acts, and I will also tell of thy greatness. The memorial of thy abundant kindness shall be showed, and men shall sing of thy righteousness. The Lord is gracious and merciful, long-suffering and of great goodness. The Lord is loving unto every man, and his mercy is over all his works. All thy works praise thee, O Lord, and thy saints give thanks unto thee. They show the glory of thy kingdom, and talk of thy power. That thy power, thy glory, and mightiness of thy kingdom might be known unto men. The kingdom is an everlasting kingdom, and thy dominion endureth throughout all ages. The Lord upholdeth all such as fall, and lifteth up all those that are down. The eyes of all wait upon thee, O Lord, and thou givest them their meat in due season. Thou openest thine hand, and fillest all things living with plenteousness. The Lord is righteous in all his ways, and holy in all his works. The Lord is nigh unto all them that call upon him, yea, all such as call upon him faithfully. He will fulfill the desire of them that fear him. He also will hear their cry, and will help them. The Lord preserveth all them that love him but scattereth abroad all the ungodly. My mouth shall speak the praise of the Lord, and let all flesh give thanks unto his holy name forever and ever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, 
as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the fourteenth verse of the third chapter of the book of Jeremiah. Return, O backsliding children, says the Lord, for I am married to you. I will take you, one from a city and two from a family, and I will bring you to Zion. And I will give you shepherds according to my heart, who will feed you with knowledge and understanding. Then it shall come to pass, when you are multiplied and increased in the land in those days, says the Lord, that they will say no more, The Ark of the Covenant of the Lord. It shall not come to mind, nor shall they remember it, nor shall they visit it, nor shall it be made any more. At that time Jerusalem shall be called the throne of the Lord, and all the nations shall be gathered to it, to the name of the Lord, to Jerusalem. No more shall they follow the dictates of their evil hearts. In those days the house of Judah shall walk with the house of Israel, and they shall come together out of the land of the north, to the land that I have given as an inheritance to your fathers. Here endeth the first lesson. Together Benedictus S. Blessed art thou, O Lord God of our fathers, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou for the name of thy majesty, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the temple of thy holiness, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou that beholdest the depths and dwellest between the cherubim, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou on the glorious throne of thy kingdom, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou on the firmament of heaven, praised and exalted above all forever. And because I should have done Te Deum Laudamus today, we'll, we'll go right to that. We praise thee, O God. We acknowledge thee to be the Lord. All the earth doth worship thee, the Father everlasting. To thee all angels cry aloud, the heavens and all the powers therein. To thee cherubim and seraphim continually do cry, Holy, 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 Lord God of Sabaoth, heaven and earth are full of the majesty of thy glory. The glorious company of the apostles praise thee. The goodly fellowship of the prophets praise thee. The noble army of martyrs praise thee. The Holy Church throughout all the world doth acknowledge thee, the Father of an infinite majesty, thine adorable true and only Son, also the Holy Ghost, the Comforter. Thou art the King of glory, O Christ. Thou art the everlasting Son of the Father. When thou tookest upon thee to deliver man, thou didst humble thyself to be born of a virgin. When thou hadst overcome the sharpness of death, thou didst open the kingdom of heaven to all believers. Thou sittest at the right hand of God, in the glory of the Father. We believe that thou shalt come to be our judge. We therefore pray thee, help thy servants, whom thou hast redeemed with thy precious blood. Make them to be numbered with thy saints, in glory everlasting. O Lord, save thy people, and bless thine heritage. Govern them, and lift them up forever. Day by day we magnify thee, and we worship thy name ever, world without end. Thou safe, O Lord, to keep us this day without sin. O Lord, have mercy upon us, have mercy upon us. O Lord, let thy mercy be upon us, as our trust is in thee. 
O Lord, in thee have I trusted. Let me never be confounded. Here beginneth the 17th verse of the 11th chapter of the first epistle of St. Paul to the Corinthians. Now in giving these instructions I do not praise you, since you come together not for the better, but for the worse. For first of all, when you come together as a church, <clears throat> I hear that there are divisions among you, and in part I believe it. For there must also be factions among you, that those who are approved may be recognized among you. Therefore, when you come together in one place, it is not to eat the Lord's Supper. For in eating, each one takes his own supper ahead of others, and one is hungry and another is drunk. What? Do you not have houses to eat and drink in? Or do you despise the church of God and shame those who have nothing? What shall I say to you? Shall I praise you in this? I do not praise you. For I receive from the Lord that which I also delivered to you, that the Lord Jesus on the same night in which he was betrayed took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take, eat. This is my body which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same manner he also took the cup after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. This do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death till he comes. Therefore, whoever eats this bread or drinks this cup of the Lord in an unworthy manner will be guilty of the body and blood of the Lord. But let a man examine himself, and so let him eat of the bread and drink of the cup. For he who eats and drinks in an unworthy manner eats and drinks judgment to himself, not discerning the Lord's body. For this reason many are weak and sick among you, and many sleep. For if we judge ourselves, we would not be judged. But when we are judged, we are chastened by the Lord, and we may not be condemned with the world. Here endeth the second lesson. Gather Jubilate Deo on page 15. O be joyful in the Lord, all ye lands. Serve the Lord with gladness, and come before his presence with a song. Be ye sure that the Lord, he is God. It is he that hath made us, and not we ourselves. We are his people, and the sheep of his pasture. O go your way into his gates with thanksgiving, and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him, and speak good of his name. For the Lord is gracious, his mercy is everlasting, and his truth endureth from generation to generation. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, 
the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Stir up, we beseech thee, O Lord, the wills of thy faithful people, that they plenteously bringing forth the fruit of good works may by thee be plenteously rewarded through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, defend us, thy humble servants, in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, Almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings, being ordered by thy governance, may be righteous in thy sight through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Good morning, everyone. Uh, just a thought. If <clears throat> I started and I did um, Benedictus S., and then said I needed to do Tadium Laudamus instead. And I didn't know if sometimes you're you're sitting there. I'm not sure what you know and what I you know what everybody knows. But on a feast day, which Sunday every Sunday is a feast day. On a feast day, we have a tradition of doing Tadium and Jubilate versus Benedictus S and the Benedictus. So just to, in case you didn't know that, that's kind of why I went there. And um, and I don't think you can really ever be wrong if you do one or the other. It's you're still praising God. So that's that's the important thing to remember. So also on um, this Sunday, the Sunday next before Advent is also nicknamed Stir Up Sunday. And you can see where that came from in our colic. And it says, Stir up, we beseech thee, O Lord, the wills of thy faithful people. And uh, so we bring forth our good works. And so that's our goal and, and what we're, we're trying to accomplish as Christians. And we see as we go through our psalm, we're stirring ourselves up with worship and praise of God. The last five psalms are to, uh, almost... Uh, totally directed at worship and praise of God. And so that's one way we stir ourselves up. And then as we read in Jeremiah, Jeremiah calls us away from backsliding. And, and I think that's one of the first times I've seen backsliding. And when I uh, remember it's, I first started studying the Bible and backsliding is when we move away from, from our faith. And it, uh, everybody is like, it's a kind of a disease that we're all susceptible to. Um, and I think the only vaccination is to, to praise and walk with God daily. So what was happening was so many sinful kings. And as we've just gone through the book of first and second kings in morning prayer, we see that um, probably more than than not uh, did evil in the sight of the Lord, as opposed to did right in the sight of the Lord. And even most of those that did right in the sight of the Lord forgot to get rid of the high places. So a lot of king, sinful kings led the people astray in Judah in the northern kingdom and they eventually the Assyrians captured them and took them away 
And Judah was on the verge of the similar punishment from Babylon. And so Jeremiah begins his prophecy against Judah by outlining the people's unfaithfulness to God and urging them to repent or face strong punishment. And in that we saw, <coughs> excuse me, I'm sorry, we saw a, um, a promise of what would happen and how people would come back and, and live with God and that the things that, that the people lay, relied on the ark and other things that they just relied on wouldn't be important because it would be about faith in God and God living with them. So anytime we have a severe or prolonged pattern of sin, um, it invites punishment from God. And when we see sin, I don't know if, if we see it, it kind of maybe made it sound like a disease a minute ago, which is good. And uh, sin sentences us to a slow, painful death. And uh, a good example, I think, or maybe an analogy of what sin is like, it's like when you take a shears to a flower. So somebody who's a believer that starts moving into sin, it's like they, they cut the stem of the flower and it separates it from the source of life. And so at first you can give somebody a bouquet of flowers and they smell them and go, ooh, nice, thank you, it's beautiful. But uh, the next week, as you watch the flower uh, over that time, it'll wilt and the petals will drop. And no matter what you do, the, the flower will never live again. So you can surround it with water, you can plant it, you can baptize it with fertilizer. Uh, you can try to glue the flower back on the stem, but it, the flower's dead, nothing you can do. So we're called to repent and God um, provides a way for us as we repent and come back to him that actually we are grafted back into the flower. And so in the Corinthians, we move into another thing that'll keep us from, from falling away and, and into backsliding, and that's a, a faithful practice of communion. And he instructs the believers about the proper worship etiquette and how to make the Lord's, uh, to take the Lord's Supper and remember Christ's sacrifice. And I won't go into all the things the Corinthians did bad, but you know, some got, some got food and some didn't. Um, one of the other ways to see if you're slumping and backsliding is, are you saying thank you? And so um, in, this, in this thing where Paul said, in this passage where Paul said what, he, what God had given to him, he, he's passing on to us. But Jesus is sitting at a table. Um, there's Judas over on one corner, and he's going to betray him. Peter's next to him at the table, and he's going to um, curse him in, during that night. And all these, uh, most of the other disciples, all of them are going to run away and leave him. And yet on that night, as Paul says, on the, yet on the night that he was betrayed, he gave thanks. So in the midst of the darkest, you know, the darkest night of the human soul, Jesus found a way to give thanks. And so I find it's easy to give thanks for, to God when, when the light's shining. But um, Jesus is teaching us to give thanks for God in the night. And that also leads us to the practice of uh, waiting and faithfully waiting, because sometimes it seems like, hey, Lord, when is this promise? When are you going to fulfill your kingdom? But we wait and we trust and we know that uh, that the kingdom will be fulfilled, fulfilled. And also we know that we're living in it right now. And as we live this way, instead of backsliding, we, we start to experience the kingdom in the present. Well, I guess that was more than a few thoughts. So... Uh, Let's go back to uh, finishing. On Sunday, it's our, our habit to um, finish by um, going back, going right into the, the prayer for Sunday morning, and then we'll move into communion at church itself. So I'd like to end with the prayer for Sunday morning. O God, who make us as glad with the weekly remembrance of thy glorious resurrection of thy Son, our Lord, thou safest this day such blessing through our worship of thee, that the days to come may be spent in thy service, through the same Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen.
The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Well, I can't tell you how much I enjoy being with you guys, and thank you, Chris, for helping out. Have a great Sunday. Thanks, Deacon Bob. Wonderful yeah, Sunday, everybody. See you later. Bye-bye. Happy Sunday. See you, Ed.